take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from chasing picnic goers' bottomless trailer thrash to masquerading as bubblegum pop to play birthday parties power grind. My name's Phil. With me is Mike. Yo. And Sam. Hey. Uh, Frank is out this week. He is getting his butthole massaged. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, we, uh, we, we actually have a schedule session for tomorrow morning. Yeah, uh, you know, deep. some of us uh, take care of our rectal rehab uh, when we're not supposed to be recording a show. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Frank, well, Frank needs to start taking more fiber, so <laughs> in, in there, buddy. Nothing like... Fiber-free Frank. Nothing like <laughs> really walking in to see Tom getting his back waxed. <laughs> mm, nothing like it. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to respond to that. I one. did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, way to give us an insight into Tom's private life. Hey man, it's the beginning of the episode. Now everybody will hear it. So, <laughs> see, see, this is the this is the point where only the true fans will remain with us after this, which comes down to like what six people. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I'm we, proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than we did on YouTube. Yeah, well, didn't you tell me didn't you tell me at one point that we're big in Finland? I, I think I that, think that's one of the there were a couple weird places where we were getting uh quite a few listens. It's like Finland and South Sudan or something. Some somewhere in <laughs> South America too, I think. We were getting Brazil. like fucking God, like twenty God, or so listens. You gonna pull that up for us now? <laughs> I just want dude, hey, I just, yeah, I just yeah, why not? Let's not I just uh, want I just want like thirty people to like hit us up and comment like "come to Brazil" all at once. <laughs> I don't know what would be like juggle or something. Nah, right now the top countries are the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Okay, hey, I'll take it. No shit. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's legitimately all his doing. <laughs> if it's not just him. If you want the top yes. five, the fourth is Sweden, and five is Russia. Nice. <laughs> Sweden and Russia. I guess Finland dropped off. <laughs> All right, let's not bore the people with uh, with show metrics. <laughs> Jesus, so, like, I, got, I got a stats for you. All righty, uh, Mike. I believe you're starting off this week. Yes, sir. Tom. Roll it. Yes.
Oh, yeah. Man, you got me. <laughs> I was I'm sitting here like, oh Where's the drop? What a pause. Where's, where's the drop? <laughs> yeah. Where's the fucking drop? Uh I needed something like that after yesterday. Which we'll talk about more later. Hey. Um yeah. Man. They 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 took that uh that fucking early 2000s shit and just just burrowed real deep into it yeah i mean i was see, just... <clears throat> go ahead uh, i was gonna say like see i can't like i can't quite i can't quite fall in love with this because it's like i would like i remember that early 2000s core sound it's it's not something i was ever really that fond of but yeah, me neither uh which is the funny thing but i i, I in um Especially recently, with the way some of these bands have been approaching it, I have a much bigger appreciation for it. I feel like it's being done better than it was see, at the time. See, I don't know, man. Like, maybe, I mean, I, I personally think that for the most part, I've undergone a lot of musical growth, like, especially since I was like, you know, a teenager when that sound was really popular. But I don't know, man. Like, there are just, there are some things that I can never quite develop a taste for. Uh, among them are things like real-time strategy games and uh, <laughs> cauliflower. I, I like some and cauliflower, and and I would say the early two thousands uh, metalcore sound is also another one of them. Uh, like I don't know, man. There there are just some things that you just never quite develop a taste for. Ah, that's understandable, man. Yeah, no, you I know. feel that. I mean, the, you know what? And like I I could see the argument for uh, these guys being more like more of a nostalgia trigger for me and maybe to an extent phil which which is also which is also fair i mean that's that's a hundred percent fair i mean i i I like this more than the shit that i heard back then yeah Uh, i I, I prefer uh, like i like their there's clarity to it that we didn't get back on older i like their approach to it where it's not like in the early 2000s it felt like there were a couple tropes and then they were just mixing it in weird ways and throwing it at the wall absolutely and nothing stuck see what see absolutely. yeah see what stuck uh, yeah i mean i mean i sat through i sat through a lot of like like shitty venue shows with bands that sounded uh like not e- like not even close to being as like not not even having like nearly the skill or production value that this band actually has because i mean this didn't sound that bad it's just like there there are some sounds that are just like permanently tainted in my mind i, get and, I that, mean maybe man. it's maybe maybe it's gonna cause me to miss out i just i don't know man i can't really bring myself to do it all right that is what it is well, uh, for for me it's uh it, it it's exactly there's there's a coherency there this. is i feel like these are guys who actually knew what they wanted to sound like. Instead of just stapling yeah. breakdowns together, yes. there was something magical about that breakdown into heavier face smashing breakdown. To the point yeah. that we were all like waiting on the next bit. It it, it, it fits in hardcore. Yeah. Whereas yeah. a lot of the early two thousand shit didn't. Finding their way and or just trying to play breakdowns. Yeah, I, I suppose I could uh I suppose I could narrow it all down just by saying uh my apologies to bloodbather it's just that there were there were a lot of bands many years ago who forever tainted this sound in my mind and <laughs> like like it's it's honestly not their fault i do not blame bloodbather or modern bands like them at all really i blame i blame the really shitty bands from back in the early 2000s who just fucking tried to hammer this sound home 
and it just like i don't know i i guess there are some things that i just never like it was just enough yeah you know, i hear you like, man oh. uh, believe me that's uh I, yeah i i, I can think sound of like, I, I, I can, sound like a fucking i sound like a fucking baby boomer i can know. think of <laughs> I can no, think of very no, similar no. things. I have some friends who are into the really what I consider poppy, like symphonic European shit. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm like, it is so. It I, is almost impossible to do that, right? I always have to fucking stop myself from being like, this isn't metal, because <laughs> it is. That's not fair, right? But anyway, God, it's it, it's almost impossible to do that, right? I don't really think anybody has. <laughs> a couple that are all right, but oh, let's uh, well, let's swing it back on course. Here. Yeah, like Sammy said, that was Blood Bather off of Pressure. Oh shit! I took your I took your name. That's no, okay. I, I waited too long for Th- it. Thank God we actually got it in there. Yeah, we, <laughs> we talked for way too long without mentioning who the fuck we were talking about. So you um that was that track was the final request. This is from January 2018, and they are from mm. Florida. Also, like, uh, I'm always going to love when there's that, that fucking one line of, like, spoken word. Oh, God. Yeah, it, yeah. it gets me. It that, does it. That or the, like, the bass chug before a breakdown that sets the rhythm. That yeah. kind of gets me, too. But, yeah, uh, they did it right. You can find that at bloodbather.bandcamp.com. Nice. Next up. <laughs> Uh, maybe Frank will hear this one during his massage session. This is this this looks like something that Frank would like. <laughs> Cerebral secretion. Let's listen to it. <clears throat> Let's go, 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 let's go
feel like that would really set the mood for a butt massage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially uh, especially a deep clean. <laughs> And just like, just so I can get this joke out of the way, uh, the fact that the track is called uh, "Chasms Carved from Darkness," which we all know Frank's. <laughs> I'm just saying that you are more right than you know. Oh God damn it! I couldn't have planned on that if I tried. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's some jokes that are just too good to not go forward with. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, we've said it before. Uh, slam is a thing, and it happens all the time. And when it hits, like, dude, it's fucking sweet. Like, it's. I still can't decide whether or not I actually like slam. <laughs> I've never, I've never been able to decide. I it, have no idea to this day. It has certainly, um, it has certainly evolved as a genre. Yeah. When, when I was first introduced to slam, I was like, I was. Other than like some of the the big well known acts, I was like, oh, this is, this is fucking you mean, boring. You mean act? You mean act? Because I think devourment <laughs> <are> the only <laughs> way slam. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's I, I hear a lot more out of it than I did at the time, and maybe it was just who I was introduced to. I think um, that might have a lot then. to do with it because I mean, <clears throat> there's still a lot of like slam acts that are either not doing enough to keep me interested. Because, I mean, it's like, whose line is it anyway? The points are meaningless. The vocals don't matter. Like, And if they do, I, I, I don't sit down and read the vocal book to try and decipher that. Like, right. It's just not happening. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, if everything else is working for me, then I can dig it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, when the crowd I mean, of Beast, that was like, they were riffing so hard. It was like, cool. <laughs> like, just keep it moving. I, like. I, I think I even admit as admitted as much that I actually did get something out of Necrotic Gore Beast. I mean, it, like it, it had that self aware silliness that I feel like all slam should have. Like sure. I think I think as soon as your slam band start taking starts taking itself seriously, that's when you need to like stop and I don't know, kind of like reassess things because. But uh, as far as as far as this album goes, I mean, I think I think the one thing that kind of docks from the experience for me is i feel i feel like the production is a little dry like i i feel i feel like that this could have been thickened up <clears throat> like just a little bit okay but, that's fair i mean i mean i mean there, there's some strong riffing in here and like that the slamming is goofy and fun but i don't know man i feel like if they'd i feel like if they'd gone with like a little some slightly thicker production and like beefed up the guitar tone a little more that like this would be like it would like boost it up just that little bit i mean i wouldn't have been mad at that no i mean and if we could like you know it would be nice ideally to get a little bit more of a warmth from the uh overall like mixing but i mean to counter that uh you know i think what i've liked most about the slam bands lately is the ones that have a better more clear mix so and well and you know how i am with guitar tones no, i need I that I need that fucking thick, like thunky, almost, almost, but not quite like bottoming out effect. <laughs> right, right. Well, on my guitar tones. I, I have no doubt that this fucking bangs live. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm willing to bet this. I'm willing to bet this band fucking brings it at their shows. I'm betting these pits are out of fucking control. I mean, from listening through the full album, Infinite Realms of Decay, um, there's a lot of bass triggers. Uh, the bass drops. And, like, if you like them, you're going to love it. If you don't, you're going to have to learn to love it. 
<laughs> so it's not our it's not our fault if you don't like it you got to learn to <laughs> uh you can find these guys at cere- uh, cerebral secretion.bandcamp.com they are from australia and this was released this month it's it's the band names and the logos <clears throat> that fucking get me when it comes to slam because i'm just i'm endlessly entertained <laughs> by by slam bands in that matter it's just I'm always wondering, like, what the fuck will these bands come up with next? Like, how fucking, how fucking ridiculous and silly and self-aware and over the top can it possibly get? And it, they always, I feel like they always somehow manage to like surprise me just a little bit. <laughs> Word. All right, I got, I got one more. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fully introduce this before just jumping into it yeah please do so this next one is called the sound that ends creation off of roses and thorns and dead unicorns yeah that fucking the sound that ends creation yeah that's that's fucking heavy business dude and we're gonna keep making the uh pot a little bit bigger so this is a one-man band fuck yeah yep 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 so (laughs) this might be my single favorite song title of all time and the song title that we're about to listen to is, unfortunately, the Tide Pod Hysteria is driven more by politics than science. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, pretty much all of these song titles are fucking gold. They are good. Like, this, this shit is amazing. Well, let's peep the track. into walls drinking the coffee Adderall dissolved drinking the coffee Psyopus meets the listener. <laughs> Can I? I mean, I, I know I've been this guy before, <clears throat> and I'm going to be this guy again. But just like some of these song titles are 
like the stuff of legend. I mean, how do you not look at a song, a song title like Camel Toes Aside, the Kardashians are Photoshop naturals? <laughs> or, um, or uh, there isn't a bus short enough for you to throw up in. Or, yeah. or, or uh, Matthew McConaughey hates armadillos with a passion. Mm-hmm. Like, how, mm-hmm. do you, how do you not look at shit like that and at least at the very least think to yourself this is something that i should listen to that i should at least like peek at yeah well it uh i mean there's certainly a lot to uncover once you get past the song titles there seriously no kidding um like i i i mean i i i feel like i mentioned Cyphus uh mm-hmm. fairly often you know at least like once you, every 20 you, episodes or so yeah, you, you you've name dropped them but um, like when you when you when you hit that level of uh, of awesomely tasteless technicality, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm always happy with it. Like to, you again, know. again, I feel like the I feel like the theme of this episode far is like self awareness. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the the dude behind this band is like 100 percent like self aware. Also, disgustingly talented. Oh, and Jesus! Over, probably Christ. overbearingly sarcastic, and I can appreciate all these things. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, when when God put teeth in your mouth, He ruined a perfectly good asshole. That yeah. sounds like that sounds like the greatest. That sounds like the greatest like vulgar folksy saying that I've ever heard. It, it really is magical. Like, and the Just whole the, listen through really is great. I mean, if you like that in any capacity, I mean. Give it a shot. There's really no reason not to. Yeah, it's fun. You know, honestly, my my favorite part of that was, was the jazz break. I'll be well, that's totally honest. Tasty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which is another thing that, like, you'll find. Uh, there was a specific era where I was listening to a lot of Cypress between the Barry to Me mm-hmm. uh, bands within that realm, and I loved hearing. Um, you know the insertion of completely off the wall genres that fit just seamlessly <clears throat> yeah when it's when it's done right it's done so fuck like it it, it it's so fucking perfect phil and, i need uh, to i need to just have you listen to atheists unquestionable presence album in full because i think that you would <clears throat> i think that you would love the fuck out of that album. Um, in I'm fact, f- familiar Okay, well, yeah. I'm gonna make you listen to it again. I mean, so I'm you know. I'm not gonna say no. It's <laughs> like because <laughs> it's because you're smart. You're smart, and you know that I won't leave you alone until you do it. Yeah, I mean, I've, like it's you're not gonna have to fucking twist my arm to get me to listen to atheist. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that hard. Uh, oh, they're so great. Anyway, yeah. Um, this, you know, the, like I'm I'm not sure at all. <clears throat> what to think of this I, th- I think a lot of people who hear it won't be but i know i know that i'm definitely gonna have to come back and um look at it again it's worth it you know i really like it and you know especially one dude out there doing something like this you know i mean i it's one of those like i already like it and i'm still gonna have to spend at least like 10 to 15 listen throughs to really <laughs> appreciate everything that's happening right yeah. there is there is a <clears throat> lot to unpack in this and it seems if that if that one track we listened to was any indication it seems like there's going to be a lot to unpack here well everybody you can go to the sound that ends creation dot and start unpacking today 
gosh, <laughs> fucking love that name. It, it's really good. <sighs> Wish Frank had unpacked and come and done the show. As far as okay. unpacking goes, it's uh, it's your turn now, Slams tonight. <sighs> God, I'm gonna treat his asshole like Ugh, it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be ugly. Just gonna say that. Uh, all right. So I honestly had no idea that this uh, this next album came out until the day I saw it. Like I had no idea that it existed. In fact, I kind of forgot about this band for the longest time because that that just happens with. I would say roughly. <clears throat> Uh, I would say at least sixty percent of the stuff that I listen to, oh, I God, forget yeah. about for, like for, and you know, some people might hear that and think that it's like, wow, you're not really doing your due diligence as like a music listener. I'm like, no, shithead. I have, like, well, for, well, first of all, fuck you, and second, you know, I have so much music to keep up with and so many bands to check out and. And you know, not even just for the show. I'm talking about like my personal listening time too. Yeah, man. Which I, you know, have a fair amount of. But I'm glad I remembered. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I clicked on this because it's pretty fucking cool. So uh, we're gonna peep Van Held, uh, and we're gonna check out one of the tracks off of their their new album or their upcoming new album, uh, Demos Sanctuarium, and uh, the track is called <laughs> "A Plea for Divine Necromancy." So, Tom. filthier than the streets of Whitechapel in the late 1880s. And they Fair. were fucking disgusting. <laughs> you throw your poop right out the window. It was oh, a yeah, nice dude, little, totally. little Jack the Ripper reference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Sammy, would you say that <clears throat> this is something that like really builds throughout the song? Yeah. Um, there's there, there's always kind of a feel of uh, 
kind of bubbling, rising tension throughout uh, a lot of Van Held stuff, or at least from what I remember. But that's, that's uh, a nice way of putting it. You know, I, I, you know, I feel like, um, I feel like this this is a band whose uh, <laughs> whose influences are obviously pretty apparent. I mean, you can hear like the the Swedish death metal influences, especially in the guitar tone. Like you can hear the dismember, you can hear the the carnage, you can hear the entombed. Uh, and you know, even the vocals remind me, uh, th- their vocalist reminds me just a little bit of John from obituary, but, uh, mm. I'll be honest here. I think he's better because, you know, once, once you've heard one obituary album, you've kind of heard them all, uh, but <laughs> kind of moves from it, breakdown to breakdown. Well, I mean, here's the thing though. Uh, their their influences are not worn on their sleeves to the degree that it becomes offensive because you know i think we i think we all know that among that over the last four or five years or so it's become really really popular to ape like the you know the the stereotypical like swedish metal sound which again i don't even think is that great of a sound like it does not sound that good it's super it's super super grating on the ears after a while and I mean, again, just get, go go to Finland. Go listen to the stuff from Finland. But at the same time, the way it's approached here is, you know, it, it's tweaked. Like that, it's 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 just different enough and kind of interesting enough to where it's like, okay, this actually sounds kind of fresh and kind of new. Like they're kind of putting their own they're putting their own stank on it. I, I, yeah, I definitely feel like they're bringing something that is their own. Um... And yeah, man, it's it's just one of the like just listening to that the fucking the place it puts you mentally, uh, <laughs> the 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 fucking you know Jack the Ripper joke up front is because that's literally what I thought of is the fucking dingy fucking shitty streets of a fucking impoverished late eighteen hundreds. Uh, you know, British neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, where there's I mean, a fucking murderer out there leaving dead prostitutes <laughs> near your fucking swing sets and shit. Well, I mean, <clears throat> looking at, looking at the album cover, which by the way, I'm, I, I'll be totally honest. I would really like to have a print of somewhere up in my place. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, uh, again, you know, the Van Helder kind of a, kind of a death doom hybrid <clears throat> and, Again, I'll, I will say this, you know, for the people in the back who didn't hear me the first time, Doom on its own can't do much. It's limited. It's not that interesting. It's it gets repetitive quickly. But when you when you kind of marry it with something else, namely something like death metal, it that's when it becomes usable to me. Yeah. I mean, I know, I, I know, I know, all the Stoner Doom fans are gonna start like clutching their they're bong shaped pearls. Nah, man. Uh, I mean, it, just just wait till you hear this new fucking Casador shit. Mm-hmm. Waiting oh on boy. that to drop. Mm. Seriously. Oh boy. Yeah, I, God, I I really need to go back and listen to some of Casador stuff. I remember yeah, they're another one of those bands. I'm like, do I like this? I think I like this, but I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever really found out. Yeah. So go check out. Uh, go check out the. The single track off of uh, Van Helg's upcoming album, Deimos Sanctuarium. You can find them at darkdistantrecords.bandcamp.com. Again, sorry about that. Um, the The band's name is spelled V-A-N-H-E-L-G-D. Van Helgd. 
and I think you can find your way from there. So, you know, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Uh, the album drops on October 12th. They have, let's see, they have a couple of different uh, versions of the CD. They have a jewel case, a pack. I'll probably, if I ever get it, I'll get the jewel case because I hate digi packs. And they've got a couple different colors of the vinyl. Sorry, Frank, there's no cassettes. Nah, he ain't here. Nah, whatever. Fucking <laughs> somebody got will. A, he's got a he's got a <laughs> he's got a deep asshole massage to look forward to tomorrow. So I'm sure he'll walk away from that feeling better. Anyway, that's gonna do it for the first one. Let's move right on to the second one. Again, uh, like I've said several times before, shout out to uh, Zach, my boy Zach, for introducing me to this band. Like, uh. This is uh, this is one of those bands who just looking at the cover of this might make you uncomfortable, and uh, the the name of the band is Hyperdontia, and I look that that word sounded like it had like a, a almost like a medical like like a medical tinge to it, and I'm like, so is, there, is this an actual term? Apparently, the the word Hyperdontia means like teeth growing from unusual places. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. like. Yeah, just like imagine teeth growing out of your dick or your ass cheeks or something, right, and right, you'll right. have it. Somehow we've made it back to <laughs> <And> Dirt Stars. <laughs> <laughs> so this this album dropped on September 14th. Uh, it is called Nexus of Teeth, which is also a weirdly uncomfortable name. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just really it's just really fucked. <laughs> and we're gonna listen to we're gonna listen to a brief clip from the track Majesty. Now they won't stop until everyone is dead. in those fucking layers uh, yeah like it, you know in a in a very good way but, Ooh, but it's once it started picking up that like uh that quicker beat to it that had some fury to it that i wasn't expecting like i was expecting that to stay mid-tempo and and dirty and dark you know what i'm saying like, well, I yeah mean, i mean they kind of i guess they kind of take a they kind of take a leaf out of bolt thrower's book where they have mm. those those frequent those frequent 
like occasionally almost jarring shifts from mid tempo to just like blazingly fast and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go listen to the Four Victory album. I mean, if you haven't done that already, which you should have. No, uh, Hyperdontia, uh, Hyperdontia are an international uh, death metal act with members based out of uh, Istanbul, Turkey, and Copenhagen, Denmark. Oh uh, shit! Okay. No kidding. Like I'm actually looking at their Facebook right now, and their drummer goes by the name Tuna, which is great. <laughs> that's, that's 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 fantastic to me. I like that. That's uh, uh, that's cool as fuck, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This again, uh, Zach from Outer Heaven kind of turned me onto this a while, and he he's he's one of those people who, when he sends me stuff, it tends to be like some of the best and i mean he hit it out of the park again with this like this is just fucking nasty and disgusting and just full of layers that i i really really want to dig into and just peel back as much of as i can yeah man i I get the feeling i'm gonna like everything that this has to offer ah oh man yeah hyperdontia are fucking dope and you can find them at darkdescentrecords.bandcamp.com uh and if again, if you're not sure how to spell it, the name is spelled H uh, Y P E R D O N T I A, Hyperdontia. So, yeah, go go check out the album Nexus of Teeth. It's pretty fucking tight, and it's super heavy, and it's definitely one of it's definitely one of the better albums I've heard here. Like, I would not be surprised if this ended up on my top ten. Nice. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, God, that's coming up entirely too quickly. <sighs> Oh god, dude, we're already God, we're already to the end of September, right? Yeah, it's time to start working on those. Oh man. I wonder if I'm gonna I wonder if it's gonna be like last year where we all take like two months to do that and all the same, like when the list time actually comes around, we're still like scrambling, like fuck, fuck, I forgot this. Like, like I, I remember throughout like January and February, I realized that there were like seven or eight bands that should have ended up somewhere on that list and yeah. did not. Well, you know, it is what it is. We're only human. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, so yeah, what do you what do you got for us, Phil? I got well, uh, Mike and I made our way out to East Coast Tsunami Fest in Reading this weekend. Uh, more oh, on that cool. later. Yep. Um, we were aware of uh, of most of the bands playing. Yeah, there were only a couple there that I hadn't heard. Um, one of them being these guys who uh, I didn't know what to expect and, you know, by the end of their set had totally fucking sold me on it. Uh, Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll that?
Uh, I'll I save was, all of my. I was fucking ignorant. Yeah, right? buddy. I wasn't sure if you, you know, how you're going to feel about that. I'll save my anecdotes about the show for later. Yeah, but I get. I I actually kind of liked that, and maybe it's because I spent three days uh, at this is hardcore watching bands that sounded very similar to this, like tear it up live, but. I don't know. I, I actually kind of dug it. Yeah, uh, so that was the track Face Down and Filth off of the album Abandonment by the band Body Snatcher. God, uh, it literally sounds like the title. Yeah. So, like, I get really strong Harm's Way vibes. Yeah, uh, they're they're definitely working in some of the same weird like elements. Pads and, pa- and, like, textures you're, go- like, behind the actual face stomping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unsurprisingly, these guys are also from Florida. Yeah. Uh, if you couldn't pick up on some of that sound. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, like, I don't think these guys are actually from Florida, but it's, like, an Acacia Strain Harm's Way sort of meetup. Like, it's just relentless breakdowns that managed to keep me entertained the entire time. Well, and they, they, they kind of surprise you partway through with the fucking, with the pickup and tempo. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, it's... And it would have worked just fine either way, but them throwing that in, like they they really fucking spice up their shit. It's not uh, it's not some bland fucking like beat down deathcore. Right. There's really something to it. I lo- I do love me a good spicy beat down, and it also like doesn't a beat, a, a beat down with style. It also doesn't hurt that the mastering is where it needs to stay. Yeah, you know, I was worried about that because it's it's tough when you see a band live. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then you go to check their shit out, and it's like, man, I hope, I hope this fucking bangs like it did when we saw them, and uh, it it really does with them. Um, it they they nailed it in the studio. Uh, I mean, well, go see it, them live like, by all fucking means. It, right. It's like when I ended up randomly discovering um, Trollfest, like which I'm sure everyone who's been listening for years. I remember just like the sheer insane and manic energy they had live which was honestly almost unlike anything i'd ever seen before to show afterwards i i actually kind of thought to myself i'm like what do they sound like on record and then i actually went and listened to them i'm like holy shit they sound like just as balls out crazy on record as they do on stage no you know and it is important and you know what it usually goes in reverse for me where it's like the live shows and, you know, this is by proxy of being, like, a hardcore fan, getting drug out yeah. to, like, for example, Reading and whatever. Like, we're not going to yeah. get the most tailored live sound, right? Yeah. So, like, normally Depends. I feel like it's it's almost like, you know, shit, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But it's harder <laughs> sometimes when you see a live band because sometimes, I guess, like, we're both going to say is, like, sometimes it could be too mastered. And sometimes it could sound completely different. Like, Departed for me always sounds like a hardcore band and then when you listen to their album they're way more metalcore yeah uh, well there's i mean that's something i've I've noticed their their live and their live like departed's live act has improved every time i've seen them mm-hmm. so like i hear more aspects of it each time shine through in the mix yeah mm-hmm. um i mean they killed it at, the, at, at east coast but um but yeah, Body Snatcher, like I said, went in not knowing what to expect. And by the end of the set, between what you just heard and their interaction with the with the crowd and uh, and just the fucking stage energy, I was fucking sold. 
Um, so if you want to check yes. out more of that, you can head over to bodysnatcherfl.bandcamp.com. I would honestly be curious to see this band live. Like if I got the opportunity, I think I would go. They're they're fucking they're really good. Yeah. I know uh I know you got a, a trip to Florida in the near future. You should uh Well um, that that's gonna be a that's gonna be a family trip. Oh it's of course, but yeah. So, see if you can slip out bring the whole family nearby. Yeah. <laughs> take take my ninety one year old grandfather show Fuck sure yeah. over well <laughs> actually like actually some of his some of his like ridiculous stories would probably become like legendary <laughs> yeah so I, that that was actually pretty cool i might have to go back and check that out again i'd recommend it i'd recommend it they're pretty fucking dope okay but, uh, so now we're on to the segment the only segment I don't know what this, else you're even listening for. <laughs> this this is what our show should just be. Yeah, just that, just uh, just a like twelve minute podcast. Uh, exactly. That brings us exactly. to the brutal bruise. Ooh, crack pop. Yeah, and uh, as always, we're just gonna roll that shit.
was the track Coolidge off of uh, the fourth album from The Descendants, uh, 1987's All. Wait, was it released in 1987? Hmm? Was it? That was when it was released? Yeah. Have they really been around that long? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Milo Goes to College was like 81, 82. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. They've been at it for a long time, man. Um, it's it's just interesting because I'm I'm almost entirely unfamiliar with the Descendants. Like obviously I've seen like the Milo goes to college design and like the yeah. I don't want to grow up design. Like I've seen Descendants shit all over the place, but I think the number of times I've heard them before this could be counted on one hand. Yeah, and I don't know. I liked that. I liked that track enough to where I kind of want to go listen to this album. Well, it's it's interesting. Um... It, this is tough, uh, and I had to do it because of the the beer selection and the route that I was taking with this particular one. Um, that's probably the one of the two or three really straightforward like punk songs on this album. Uh, they go all over the place. They're an incredibly talented group of musicians, um, which you know you. It's easy to overlook in the genre that eventually led to pop punk. Um, but holy shit. Uh, All, especially, is just uh, such a uh, an insane album. I mean, if you're saying that this was released on my birth year, and then I grew up long enough to appreciate music, and then listen to pop punk, and nothing changed. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, oh man yeah i mean for me this one uh man it's been shitty and rainy and just garbage out for like the the last what like fucking four days yeah dude i slapped Uh, on fucking shorts and t-shirt yesterday to go to the show and i got there and i was fucking freezing (laughs) girlfriend (laughs) left early and i took her tiny ass hoodie for the rest of the show (laughs) yeah you did (laughs) um and sometimes, rather than wallowing in that, I need something a little uplifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Descendants have always been a go-to for me when it comes to that. Hence the fucking the Milo tattoo on my arm. You know. Um, I do remember that. Yeah. So I, needless to say, I'm a fucking I'm a huge Descendants fan, uh, and I feel like I don't get to talk about them often enough. So this is actually really cool. Um, but I needed a beer to match that. This is actually one of those situations where the beer came first, because uh, I remembered on the drive home today that Frank wasn't gonna fucking be here. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" So I stopped at a, uh, I stopped at a liquor store before I got home, which I get out of work at five to get here on time. I have to fucking, I run home, change, and run out the fucking door. <laughs> so it's, uh, uh, it's tight. But I picked up the beer, um. And I spent maybe about fucking, almost went with another artist uh, that is very related, uh, and then decided, no, 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 I, I, I got it, uh, and that led to this album selection. Now the beer in question is Trogue's Sunshine Pills. Yeah. Uh, you know, normally something I would go for on like a hot summer day, you know crack one open while mowing the lawn or out at a fucking barbecue uh right now i want to pretend i'm doing that 
Uh, and this is a perfect beer for it. Uh, it's a it's a nice light four point five percent, so you can you can pound a couple of these and still go about your business. You know, yeah. no worries. Uh, and it's 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 perfect. It's I mean, you you drank one, which is uh, you know a rarity here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I I wish I could be more helpful, but today's lesson has taught me has reaffirmed the fact i just don't like pills I don't, i'm not really, really not really not really i didn't know i wasn't I sure mean, i but, like i like i like i like a good black and tan but other than that i've never i can do guy. i can do a black <laughs> and tan i think as we've been doing this and as i've been drinking getting farther and farther away from like high life yeah yeah, I mean, I guess I never <laughs> really enjoyed it. Maturing. I just did finally it. maturing past high life. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing really. There's nothing wrong with this, um, and I don't want to start off a. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh no! Hey, but, look, uh, man. If it ain't your style, it ain't your yeah, style. That's all. That's all. It's um, not bad. Is you know? I mean, they had me at the the label appeals to my sensibilities. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I saw what you're going for immediately with the. Uh, with the pairing, yeah, and, it's, and the weather, absolutely. It's it's bright. Uh, it's mm-hmm. certainly again, it's something I can I can drink one of these and go out and do something. That's something I can I'm say not... positive about it. It's it's really easy to drink. Yeah, uh, and, well, and that's the same thing with the Descendants. A lot of it is, uh, especially coming from hardcore, they're 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 very approachable. It's it's you know it's easier to play this for someone. Then uh, even if I want to stay within the era, uh, then playing like fucking you know uh, Black Flag or the Circle Jerks. For sure. Somebody. I mean, we were talking about that yesterday. We had a little downtime. It was, and I was kind of getting the fiance a little more you know, up to speed. If she's gonna keep coming with me to these really long shows, <laughs> I feel bad for her. So, you know, you would recommend the descent, the Descendants, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely thinking. I'm just holding off a little because yeah. this is this is an easy shoe in for her. I mean, this is. Like I was saying a second ago, with it sounding just like the pop punk I grew up with, but way earlier. Yeah. I mean, that'll fall right in with her. Yeah. Um, it's very approachable. I, yeah. I, I'm still I'm still pissed. I mean, they, The Descendants played the Atlantic City Beer Fest. Oh, yeah. Which, goddamn it. Well, what was I it? The one that there. just happened? Yeah, over the summer. Over the summer. Okay, because uh, there was like a metal beer thing happening. Oh, no, summer? that's Decibel. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yes, it's still pissed. I missed yeah, who, that. Who played the uh? Who played the Decibel Beer Fest? Does uh, anybody remember? I don't even remember now. I I know it was a pretty decent fucking lineup. Yeah. It, well, know. I I I just remember like seeing the ads for it, and uh, I was just like, wow, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, they they tend to do pretty well. This is like their second year doing that. Uh, but uh, to swing back on track, um. It worked perfectly because it's it's bright, it's upbeat, uh, but you know it's still a beer. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's still I can fucking uh, I I can take my mind off the fact that our fucking our hosted email server crashed this morning and fifty <laughs> clients were calling in saying, "Hey, none of us can log into our email," uh, and we spent Damn. three hours dealing with that. Uh, you know, I can throw on the Descendants and be like, "Nah, man, fuck it, it's cool." Throw back a couple of these, uh, just immediately in a fucking better mind state. So do yourself a favor, pick up a six pack of Trogue Sunshine Pills, 
and uh, check out fucking check out all by the descendants. You you really won't be disappointed if you're even remotely interested in in that style of of you know quote unquote melodic hardcore. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've brought them on before, and I've liked everything that they've you know. Yeah. So, get after it. So we got a couple. Uh, we got a couple post articles. Burn nice. Little bits and little bits and pieces. Little little snippets. <laughs> I love that we always call them post articles, and no one knows why, why the fuck we call them that. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're very very rarely articles. We have an article this time, but I'm only going to paraphrase very <laughs> very briefly. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh wow! So it's not—it's not a total misnomer. <laughs> to, to pull back the curtains a little bit, it's—we uh, have our show segmented out in our fucking board, and these it are does all make the, things so—it does make things so much easier. These are all yeah, of the really post-brutal bruise things that we talk about, so that's why we call them right. It's like uh, you know, A, D, and B, B, C. Yeah, yeah, front end, back end. Mm-hmm. But well, massages, I, I, egress, ingress. I, I, I suppose uh, post brutal bruise articles sounds like slightly more professional, formal than post brutal bruise stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, I mean, well, at one point, so, uh, articles silver were lining, guys. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about those silver linings. All right. Well, about six <laughs> months ago. I brought in a band by the name of I Am. They've got some new shit. There's a new track called Paid in Sin. We're going to listen to it. Some of it. Mm. Cool.
caught me. So, for the video, abandoned warehouse, check. <laughs> Where's Frank at? Inexplicable shit happening otherwise, check. Check, yeah. Cheesy yeah. 90s flame imagery. <laughs> the predator, you mean. Yeah, check. <laughs> no, that was fucking awesome, and anyone who was upset the Brutal Bruise wasn't all that brutal, there you fucking go. Absolutely, shit. I mean, do you remember them from way back? I don't, yeah, uh, I'm, which I'm I mean, surprised. They um, were a little more, like, technical-ish deathcore. So to hear this, like, much more hard rock sort of slant is fucking sweet. Yeah, I like this. Absolutely. I just I just heard a fuckload of breakdowns. Yeah, but like, not your, not the phoned-in type. Oh, no. no like, they were this, all earned. This, 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 is, this is fun. That, that was fun to listen to. And, yeah, like Phil was saying, the video... The video is kind of priceless. You you kind of just gotta you gotta go check that out. <laughs> you know, the, the nice thing was like it feels so authentic. Like I feel like this is a fucking like '90s metal band that just stepped through a time warp. Hell yeah! And are like, oh, wait, wait we're not in we're not in fucking '95. What's <laughs> happening here? Like we're Fuck not. It, let's we're do not, the same not, video anyway. Like wait. Wait, you mean you mean Ricky Rackman isn't the host of Headbangers Ball anymore? You mean you mean Headbangers Ball doesn't exist anymore? Jesus, what happened to us, dude? That shit was that for me. That was our money back for the shitty time machine. Headbangers Ball for me was a fucking treat to have something. Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. But I just uh, like I just like how they had that that video of uh, nuclear assaults. critical mass video and you could follow along to the the yellow bouncing ball <laughs> like i think ricky rackman even said he's like follow the yellow bouncing ball and it was <laughs> and uh, to this day that was the only time that like singing about the was cool <laughs> well this one next one for me is kind of special because for those that are you know what I'm not gonna say that that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> if if you got a lot of free time and you got a really good ear, you might have noticed that in our intro is a little bit of a black tongue clip. Yeah, I admitted it. That's what it is. So it's been that long since we've had new black tongue. Oh, Fucking shit. years, right? So new black tongue, um, new track, Ultima Necktie, Neck Neck Hat. I think it's Nakat. Nakat. Thank you. Let's listen I to think it. Think
If there's anybody that I'm really excited to hear splash some doom in their death core, it's absolutely Black Tongue. I honestly didn't even think that Black Tongue were still a band. It's been so long since I've even heard their name. Like, I genuinely can't remember the last time I even thought about them. Uh, last I checked, they were touring constantly. So, I mean, maybe that was it. You know, who knows? But I'm excited to see what, hap- what, what this develops into, really. Yeah. So, October 26th, Damn. the album Nadir should be released. One more quick one, and then we'll talk a little bit about East Coast. So, Black Dahlia has joined the club and made their own beer. Now, I'll just read a little bit. The Black Dahlia Murderers teamed up with Weyerbacher to create a rye pale ale titled Warborn, whose label was created by Warhammer 40K. What? And bolt thrower artist John Sibick. I've just I really- never I never would have guessed. Like as as the bolt thrower guy of this podcast, I <laughs> never guessed. <laughs> Why Wirebacher? Nah, I don't it's know. Uh, Frank. Frank might disagree with me if he was here, and a lot of I'm a sure lot of beer be. fans in the area uh, might disagree. But I've never had anything from Wirebacher I actually liked. That's fair. I mean, I'm sure he's really in the rye, so I know he might be. I've never even heard of Weyerbacher, so I'll take it. They're they're pretty local. A lot of a lot of uh, beer heads in the area are like head over heels in love with them. Uh, I think everything that they make tastes like garbage water. Um, (laughs) And I've tried. I've tried a lot. They were one of the only breweries I've ever just straight up dumped a beer from. Cause we 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 yeah we uh, me and my roommate both tried we tried we tried to get through it and we we're like this just sucks uh, Damn. <laughs> so sorry guys not a wirebacker fan <laughs> um, no, no but hey if if you are that's pretty fucking dope yeah absolutely so that's that we'll talk a little bit about tsunami. Mm. What a fucking, what a fun little fest, and I'm so glad they fucking uh, decided to keep it to one day this year, because mm-hmm. um, I was not driving out there again the next day. <laughs> yeah, but, nah, uh, that wasn't happening. Um, nah, man, what, like, first off, I mean, it's cool because they've, they, I think they've really fucking nailed it with, um, with stacking the lineup for you know, a, a smaller festival. Uh, because from from start to finish, I mean, uh, we spent a couple sets chilling outside, uh, which honestly was just one of those, like, I was like, it, it, it has to happen. I, I can't stay in through all of it. Sure. Uh, but I can't. <laughs> you know, even, uh, even then, I kind of regret missing the sets that we missed. Yeah. Um, we got there. I think we both got there around the same time. Yeah, uh, I, I saw the end of Dread. Yeah, but uh, got in in time to catch gloves off. Yes, which was fucking great. Um, they 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 another one of those bands that just they keep getting better. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, um, 
which is awesome. I know, uh, like Cody's a dude who, if you're around the scene at all, you will recognize <laughs> when yeah. you see his giant ass up on stage. Man, he's like a lot of the people there that I'm starting to. I mean, it's yeah, I'm just gonna rely on a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even know a lot of the people, but I mean, it's just like I recognize like thirty percent of the people from this is hardcore in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always nice. There, there's definitely, which is crazy because it's an hour and a half outside of the city. Dude, and I'll be honest with you. When we went to that show up in Asbury, I saw some people. I mean, it's oh, just yeah. like dedicated fans. Yeah, uh, that's one of the really cool things about hardcore and the community is it's really, it's part of why it's built up so well around here and why like when we talk about Jersey, uh, all of PA, New York, Delaware, we really talk about it as a scene uh, these days because it's really become that. Like, it's just melded into that. Yeah. Uh, which you saw, which was cool. We saw a lot of that at Tsunami this year. Um, Purgatory. Purgatory was good. I've been losing, like, their their new album, uh, Cold Side of Reality, is so fucking dope. That shit, I'm surprised I haven't worn down the fucking vinyl already. Yeah. Um. God damn it. Heavy as fuck. Departed, like you said. We've talked about uh, quite a bit yeah. here on the yeah. show. If you're not familiar with Departed, I, I highly recommend going to check them out. Um. One of the cool things about Joe Stanley is he's always brought kind of a, a kind of a death metal vocal approach to He's hardcore running around in a dimu shirt yesterday yeah like i mean aside from being one of the scariest no wasn't people, uh no he was wasn't he wearing a fucking gorgoroth shirt uh, maybe yeah i think maybe. he was wearing a fucking gorgoroth it wasn't shirt. a hardcore shirt nah no he's a big metal guy aside from being one of the scariest people on this coast <laughs> <laughs> yeah it certainly wouldn't uh, i mean he put, wouldn't pick a fight with he him. puts like zero energy in doing his vocals and it's just like i guess that just comes naturally <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's bizarre man uh body snatcher was i think the next one that we were in for like the full set no 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 down yeah. dog oh yeah they oh were, i did they i missed yeah it. i they was trying i'm it. trying to go through the fucking list here and i just totally scanned past them. yeah fucking yeah. east coast scum what like i really <sighs> like them yeah man uh, i know i brought them in last week but uh they're, even they're better young alive. they're young and they they're writing really good hardcore yeah yeah i'm really fucking amped to see where they go with it mm-hmm. uh dudes who are clearly passionate about the sound absolutely yeah, Body Snatchers, Phew, man. So I think it was their third to last song when dude got a little out of control and oh, just dude. started just grabbing people and like I think he was fake punching them. I think. Uh, nah, man, I nah. caught a few of those. Re- oh, dare? Yeah. Oh, no, shit. he was coming straight at me at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't man. see that? No, because yeah. it all just broke out, and like when the crowd parts <laughs> like that, you're like, nah, save your balls, save your I, face, back up a little bit. I saw it happening, uh, and it, it just kind of kind of like that, so I fucking, I, I mean, I threw up a straight-up fucking boxing guard, Yeah. Uh, but I caught a few of them in the shoulder. Homeboy was swinging. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, man, come on, man. <laughs> like, he backed me all the way up to the table, and it's like, dude, stop. <laughs> it's like it's, you gotta stop. Yeah, it's I I, I don't like to to um the fest's credit though. 
uh, dudes are walking him out in a few minutes. Like, yeah, maybe, no, oh, maybe not two even minutes, like one mm, minute, two minutes. Not even. They yeah. fucking as soon as uh, and and props to the BFL crew. Yeah, uh, that's their territory. They run that fucking venue for such a show stacked with just brutality. I mean, it was it was fine. You know? Oh yeah, everything was fine. Now nah, they stay right on top of that. They don't want any of that shit. So um, with that that level of deathcore, I mean, they were just fucking. That was one of the most active sets. Yeah, easily. Fuck, I forgot that was during Body Snatcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and to their credit, uh, they let him back in. They just fucking brought him outside, talked to him, yeah. let him cool down. And hey, behave the rest of the night. It's yeah. cool. I'm cool with it. So then we, I think we chilled for a bit and got back in forget the shot. Oh, my God. Also, I didn't even know they were there until that day. Dude, man. They, they were were one of the best sets. You know, it's funny. Uh, I I very I always very specifically remember bringing them in uh, because it was at a point in our show where I feel like we really started to turn it around as a podcast. Yeah, and that's one of the bands that I think of. I remember bringing them in and being like, "Oh fuck!" Turning man. point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, be it, especially being able to play that shit on the on the podcast. And dude, holy shit. Uh, you want to talk about stage energy? I was uh, I was reminded of Leeway. Was that the yeah yes? Was that the dude in the pit? Yes, walking up like dragging everybody in, yeah. trying to break the horseshoe. Yeah, dude's great. Like I mean, he <laughs> he didn't like what he saw, so he got down and dealt. You know, did something about it. Yeah, which um, you know, is a uh, it's it's something that goes back to. Uh, if you want a little bit of hardcore history, if you're not familiar, uh, Ray Bees from Warzone was very well known for getting into the pit. Uh, that was he really started that. He would perform the entire set in the pit. Um, <laughs> so it was cool to see dudes still doing it. I'll tell you, it was fucking more than I can ask for to see that Shy Halud set with the same setup. I mean, he yeah. did the whole set in the crowd with us, like. Yeah, it's the first time I ever got to see them. It's like everything I could have asked for. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, I think I was on the mic for like half the fucking lyrics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So then, um, strength for a reason was good. I mean, I'm not too familiar with them other than they've been at this hardcore and. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Local band, um, big BFL band. Yeah. Like, but. Uh, very, very well established in the area. They're one of those bands where I feel like I like I don't know how well they're known outside of the uh, the Pennsylvania region. So I'm always curious, like if I go to a show out on the West Coast, if anyone's gonna know who the fuck they are or not. They certainly should. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. regional shit, you know. Um, so I think we sat out for On Broken Wings. They had a bit of a longer set, which threw us off a little bit. Yeah, they actually went into. Yeah, we weren't sure. Yeah, I mean, like, part of me wanted to see that set, but really only for nostalgia's sake. Like, I, I wasn't super familiar with their material, just they were big, Yeah, you know, 18 years ago. I was also in the middle of a bunch of shit that, like... <sighs> yeah, the end, of the, the end of the fest was really, like, un, unmissable. Yeah, had to, had to pick one of them. Right. Unfortunately, it was that. Um, oh, uh, Lifeless interesting set it was it, it was i wouldn't use any negative descriptors no, it, there was nothing bad about it 
I mean, um, the instrumentation was on point. You know, I know well, I recognized everything. Yeah, I mean, because the the rest of the band is still the same band. Yeah. Um. So for anyone unaware, uh, Lifeless is back uh, with a new vocalist. Um, he wasn't bad. He was far from bad. Uh, if if it had been any other band, I would have really fucking probably enjoyed his performance. But um, I'm used to. I I have expectations for Lifeless. Sure. Uh, and certain moments in the set, uh, especially during certain songs, I I think really what it boils down to, and we talked about it then, is just his endurance. I don't think he's at the point where he can keep up the uh, the hardcore vocals. If for an entire set. If there's one thing that really stuck out to me in his performance, it was that I noticed how much effort he was putting into hitting certain uh, phrases. And, you know, I'm no expert, but I can do harsh vocals, and it doesn't take me that much. Like, I couldn't imagine doing a whole song or a whole set winding yourself on just a verse. Yeah, which, granted, I mean, dude's got tough shoes to fill. I, oh, sure, it's, sure, uh, sure, sure. I'm not, you know, like you said, it's not so much a critique on him as much as it's like, you know, you got big shoes to fill. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a hard place to be in because when Lifeless ended, they were inarguably one of the biggest bands in the area. Right. Um, and I was glad to see them get a good crowd reception. Um, yeah, oh, no, it seemed like the crowd couldn't really didn't mind you know i mean it was all the same to them yeah uh you know i just i hope uh and it's not on it's not unusual uh you know watch the watch any of the the documentaries about black flag and uh, a couple of their vocalists too when they started out were just not up to par but they got there uh mr rollins included so you know it, it's very possible that i'll uh that i'll see lifeless again in a few months and be like I'll fuck everything I said before. Right. Um, Let's hope. Yeah. I mean, still a fucking great set. Uh, can't knock the dude. He he, no. he stepped into uh, a hell of a position and not the worst thing. I've I'd rather seen. see him go- getting out of breath than just like not trying. Yeah. He gave it his all. It, mm-hmm. it still wasn't, it was nowhere near anything I'd call a bad set. Just sure. not quite where I want a lifeless set to be, but. Yeah, I don't we'll think that's wrong. And of course, wisdom. Of course, wisdom. I uh, made a post day. about it this morning, and I think it really sums it up. If uh, if you have an opportunity to pick up a wisdom set, you pick up the wisdom set. You go see them. I, I uh, the whole day I was like, ah, uh, ah, uh, take it easy. Uh, stay out of the pit. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. You know, I got a fucking, I had a bunch of studying to do, this, that, and the <laughs> other. Uh, and der- when they started out, uh, I'm pretty sure they started out with uh, with Chasing the Dragon. I think so. Uh, and I, I stood back with you for maybe 20 seconds mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, now. Nah. <laughs> 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 now nah, it's good, it's good. Um, <clears throat> they played everything I could have really wanted them to in 20 minutes. In a quick set, I mean... Good tracks off the new album. They played yeah, uh, um, songs to my killer. Yeah, it was really cool to hear uh, better than I was, mm-hmm. uh, which was their first time playing it live. Uh, so if you if you missed out on it at uh, East Coast, um, you're a sucker. 
Uh, no, man, it was a it was a great set. It wasn't. Uh, I've seen them so many times that I like. I expect certain things, mm-hmm. and they actually kind of broke that this time, which was cool. Obviously, ended with Land of Kings because it's a wisdom set. <laughs> I mean, fuck. There's few things that make me so happy to be in the position that I am at the time that I am than to hear that song by that band. In their home territory. Because that's really like, you know, that's that's the Wisdom and Chains venue. Uh, and yeah, we uh, we bounced before Bleeding Through. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because, come on. Yeah. Seriously. Bleeding well, Through. I don't well, got the time I, to wait for him to set up his synth. I would too. Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck that shit. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Not really. Nah. Fuck that shit. Nah. Um, hey man, if you were there and you enjoy bleeding through, I, I guess I hope it was a fun set. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Fucking bleeding through. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but we got home to, at a reasonable time because of that. So thank you. Yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're if you're in the area and you're ever wondering, ah, is is East Coast Tsunami worth it? The answer is yes. It's a great fest. It's a really cool venue. It's uh, surprisingly, it's even more intimate than this is hardcore, which is uh, awesome. Yeah, you know. Um, so it's a, it's a cool fest. You'll see some shit that you won't see elsewhere. It's a little bit more uh, like legitimately hardcore based they don't stray too far from the genre so if that's what you want uh that's certainly especially for fucking 30 dollars (laughs) yeah come on yeah uh killer fucking festival and they're they're getting better with it every year you know the it was cool to see it expanded uh they had the actual outside merch area set up this year so hopefully that uh that just keeps getting better yeah hopefully next year we can see bushido code yeah yeah man uh i don't know what happened dudes i don't know if they weren't there or uh or what something some hiccup or something yeah bummed to to not see them yeah man i was really looking forward to that one um yeah anyway yep i think that wraps uh, us up i think that's about it so uh before we end this let me remind everyone that you can find all of your from the pit needs at fthepit.com that is the letter f thepit.com uh you can find social media uh podcasts all that all that bullshit it's all, fucking, <laughs> it's all up there uh come yell at us and shit we don't fucking care um, i mean uh, I'm, I'm probably just gonna make fun of you if you do but yeah okay. i mean if you're if you're a bleeding through fan i'll I mean, if you if you're a bleeding through fan, I'm definitely gonna make fun of you. But uh, <laughs> uh, if you really like what we do, uh, even if you are a bleeding through fan, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/FromThePit. Especially if you're a bleeding through fan. Yeah, especially if you're a bleeding through. Yeah, fan. let us help you fix that. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/FromThePit for as little that, as that was. That was our actual goal when we started this, like when I was brought onto this podcast, I was told very explicitly, like, we are here to convert Bleeding Through and Butcher Babies <laughs> fans into something better than they are. Um, <laughs> uh, for as low as five bucks a month, get four bonus episodes. I mean, come on, man. What 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 more can we do for you? Uh, 
that that's that's all my shit. Uh, Frank's not here, so yeah. Uh, it, it, so if you, we, uh, uh, it's safe to take your your pants off. The plane stopped moving. <laughs> Uh, why? Why do? You, why do you assume that I wore pants at any time throughout the oh, flight? I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to all the people listening, oh. especially Jack. All right. Good night, ladies. We. <laughs> <laughs>